Hi. This is Alex Hicken. Hey, the Kylie's on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is Alex Hicken with Vegan Bros Podcast, and we have the whole team together after Thanksgiving break. We've had some progress in personal progress uh, projects. Um, Nick mainly seems to have shown the most progress, <laughs> but. I heard that, or I saw a tweet that said that Kyler, like, uh, remade a song from Ear or something. Um, what was that? Yeah, I had a friend over, and he just started playing Rick Flair Drip. <laughs> it's so simple. It's just four notes and four notes. But I was like, let's see if we can do it. So I just layered a piano and a guitar, turned the piano down a little bit, made a little more wet, added some like reverb and stuff to it, layered some snares and hi-hats, tried to figure out the kick, because it had a tail on it, so boo, boo, doo-doo-doo, but then you couldn't get, you know, if you use that same kick, it would clip over, because you're using the same, because, you know, each note is a length, and if you try to put, like, let's say, la, like that, and you want to stack them really close together, they're going to overlap each other, if you know what I mean. That was the hardest part, but yeah, kind of cool. Oh, Done I thought before. you were remaking an old song that you like no. lost the. No. But uh, what what band was this? Some ra- I forget who. It's a rapper. <laughs> hmm. um, I actually don't know off the top of my head. That's kind of interesting to me. The the backing of rap music. I mean, it can be it can be complex and really well produced, but it's also as somebody who listens to like a, a lot of really melodic music, it's really interesting to just hear rap music where it's really all just about building the beat mostly. And then there's like a break, there's, you know, there's a break or there's some there's some melody, but really it's just finding a, like one really good hook line for, and then a beat. Yeah. Which I I don't want to simplify it because to me I, I look at it from the outside because I don't listen to rap at all and I go, oh, that sounds super simple. Anybody could do that. Obviously, that's not true, but that's not. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's just not a genre I'm super familiar with. So do you have anything else that's been going on, Kyler? Yeah, how was Thanksgiving? It was good. Went over to my, uh, spent it with my girlfriend's family for a couple hours and went over to my parents. So that was cool. Good and I found you. a Stadia. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it did, was, it, uh, did it arrive yet? Or just yeah. Playing? Nope, but I already got it. I got it yesterday. I was supposed to get it today, but uh, well, it said Tuesday, and then they switched over to Wednesday. But it got delivered Tuesday, so that was cool. It's awesome. It was only like twenty-four bucks, dude. For the sale, twenty-two seems extremely cheap. (laughs) Yeah, it's usually I think seventy-nine ninety-nine, but they because Stadia is two years old. They did a twenty-two twenty-two. Is how much they they made it. So (laughs) is that a? Is that's a subscription service still, right? So you buy the hardware and then you subscribe to the service? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I have another one just floating around. Just they, like, Trevor. Sent it to me. Like, okay, fine. I'll Trevor has oh, cool. so many things that he just doesn't use because he just wants to sleep and play Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, watch Netflix on my TV. So Watch The Witcher again and again. 
and again. I mean, I bought Witch E three for ten bucks, so I know that's had some progress because that's a really fucking good game. So yeah, I'm hoping that you play it, and I'm hoping they update that for PS five in the next year. They said oh, they are going to. Sweet. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. They're still supporting it. I one of my biggest regrets is I haven't played it yet. It's one of the big major games that I haven't played, and I feel like I'm missing out on so much. It's as good Anymore. as they say it is. I mean, I, what can be said that hasn't been said? But all I can say is it was definitely... I had never even really known about The Witcher, but I got it on a whim when it came out. I was blown away by... It's like... I feel like it's like the last good fantasy RPG that's come out that I've heard of. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good. So if you guys get a chance to play it and you like those kind of games, it is all, it's just as good as people think to say it is. It's as good it's as free. Cyberpunk should have been. <laughs> hey, I'm a cyberpunk apologist. I enjoyed cyberpunk. You know this. I will tell people to play cyberpunk as long as you're not on a base I mean, PS4. Oi, Xbox or... One VCI. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not putting a, v- uh, a VHS tape into your Xbox to play this, then you're probably fine. <laughs> I saw an article that says that uh, cyberpunk 2077 is like the best that's it's ever been like the playability of it and quality is I, saw, I was hearing that as well and i don't know if it's because it actually got patched recently i haven't heard anything about that or what i heard is they had a sale over the black friday weekend and i think a lot steam. of people bought it on steam or something and they weren't going to buy it before but because it was cheap they bought it and now they're playing it and realizing that it's in pretty decent shape i think the press was so bad people thought it was just completely broken <laughs> but it's 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 definitely playable and it's it's a good game is it incredible i, mean... I don't know but it's it's good so i think people are just imp- there people are impressed because their expectations were so rock bottom they're like wow this is actually pretty fucking cool <laughs> as long as you know you just have to make sure to save a bunch it will crash once in a while but we live i mean hey what triple a title doesn't the witcher now <laughs> well i'm just saying like I've, out of every version the pc is probably one of the best to start playing on yeah as long as you have a, a pc that can play it decently yeah. i mean it's not it's i wouldn't say it's a game you can play on any pc i mean it's still relatively graphically intense i think i guess you could turn the settings down on a pc and make it look chunky but yeah what's the fun in that how about you guys uh how about you alex how was your thanksgiving your weekend yeah, it's good. Uh, I went to Oklahoma to see my uh, father-in-law and his wife. I met the daughter, and uh, my wife finally met all the rest of her cousins. So that was a good experience. Yeah, Trevor said you were traveling like on the holiday itself, right? Yeah. Trevor came over and we had uh, the French toast breakfast and stuff for Thanksgiving. And uh, my cousins picked me up about 10 o'clock and we left and we arrived about 5, 5.30 or so in Oklahoma wow. on Thanksgiving. It's like a whole day of sort of you still, that's interesting. You did, Some people go to two Thanksgivings, but you did two in different states. It's like yeah. impressive. <laughs> yeah. Kyler Sorry. has multiplied. <laughs> Stunned himself. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't realize they kicked me out. It, the other one crashed. I'm sorry to interrupt, but the, the my my Google Meet crashed. 
Thanks, Google. Hey. Tyler, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's dead on the other line. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have two responses now to every question. Damn. I'll have a positive and a negative. Hey. Okay. <laughs> so if you're reviewing The Witcher, it'll be a positive and a positive. <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10 and an 8 out of 10. How's your weekend, uh, Trevor? My week, Ben, um, just, you know, working at Chick-fil-A and looking at Black Friday deals. I, you know, I'm probably going to get an OLED screen tomorrow. You're going to do it? You're going to buy a new TV? Yeah, I want a 55-inch LG. Yeah. Do it. Then I'll get yeah, jealous and I'll buy one. Yeah, if I, if I buy one, it's a suicide pack. You gotta get one too. <laughs> Didn't, dude, we fucking did that with our Xboxes. None of us used them. <laughs> I mean, we kind of did that with the PS5 also, but you waited uh, a bit to get yours. Yeah, and both of us only use it to play Overwatch with each other, so like we didn't even need to buy these. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we kind of did. did it with the IMAX also. Yeah, but I use mine. I get work done, Trevor. <laughs> I'm using mine right now to talk to you guys. Where's yours? Uh, in my room over there. In a box? No, it's not in a box. I mean, is it? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, hopefully you get that new TV. That'll be cool. I keep thinking about that, too, because I watch a lot of horror movies, and I want those deep black levels, but I don't know. A couple thousand bucks is a lot for me to stomach right now. <laughs> I can't even say that. I fucking spent so much money, but on a TV. <laughs> I mean, you buy it once, and it lasts for, like, what, five, ten years? Yeah, yeah, multiple years. I've had mine now for like, I don't know. Trevor, when did I buy my TV? Three years ago? Four years ago? Something. It's yeah, I bought mine like four to five years ago. So, I mean, it's a TV. They last. Yeah. Um, I have a s small update on the GTA, the trilogy, definitive edition. Never ending. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> endless saga. Um, they patched it fixing 117 bugs Damn. um so finally it's back to what this should have had uh i think it's confirmed that it was based off a mobile port um this we'd heard before yeah yeah because oh. the touch widget that like shows up like oh do you want to use touch controls like uh, where is this come from <laughs> i heard it's funny because i heard that the ports are pretty good on an iphone or something but i i think that there's some some things get lost in translation between a really good mobile game and uh, you know a major console. release onto yeah. home consoles yeah um aside from the actual patch they delayed the physical copies coming out so they're supposed to come out like tomorrow the the for PS5 or PS4 and Xbox One series um, those are coming out December 11th, and then for Switch it's coming out uh, January 22nd or something. So did they originally stagger the release? I didn't know that. So they they released it digitally first and then physically. Yeah, I I guess yeah. That's actually really smart. I'm surprised. Is that a normal thing now? Because you'd think that you'd want to release it digitally. Have all these bugs get reported, fix some of the bugs, and then burn it to the final discs. That makes a lot more sense. That's probably what they're planning to do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, I guess the reason they didn't do that before is just because you, you really <laughs> usually release a game and it's just released. But hey, like, it's rank, a new world. like normal. 
yeah but it, from from a sort of bug and like software development standpoint it, it does make some sense to like make the people who are getting your game first kind of be the beta testers yeah even though they're paying the, for it i mean what they should have done is like hey this is not a completely they should have like greenlit it saying it's a beta instead of saying it's a full-on game you know well, maybe they didn't know how bad the issues were. They were blind to them. I mean, some games come out and they're in good enough shape, I'm sure. I mean, every game has bugs, but some have been fine. I played games where I bought them on launch day and they, I had no problems with them. It's possible to have a, a pretty well-crafted game. Not everything is beta. Maybe they didn't know or they were blind to it. Or they just wanted to make money, so they just did it anyways. Yep. It's all it is, man. It's a lot money. of money. I mean, of, it's gotten them a lot of uh, press co- press coverage, so I guess that succeeded. They do say any press is good press, but it really yeah. is it? Is it though? I don't know. But I like I will continuously say though, people talking about this whole drama with that, and I'm over here telling people, oh well, if you can't play that, maybe you should maybe you should buy Cyberpunk and play that now. Now's a good time. <laughs> it's good now. <laughs> it's yeah. good. The Project Red yeah. advocate over you. I dude, I well mostly. <laughs> The game still has problems, but it just it tickles the Blade Runner in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have a cool little Linux Mint update. They're having a major release for, um, I guess, any computer that can run it. Uh, it's 20.3 now. It has a, a few... Um, noticeable changes you can have within all the native mint apps you have dark mode and low resolution displays can do full apps by hiding the menu bar now this is cool oh, um, nice. catching up to windows and mac there i see yeah <laughs> they have a sticky notes uh with search functionality wow, and... wow. i think didn't, didn't mac os 7 have that that's awesome yeah, um, a calendar applet at the system tray that can show events now. <laughs> oh, I think my I think my Windows 2000 PC work does that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, am I shooting all over Linux right now? Is that? Oops. There's a new app called Thingy that we have no idea what it does, but that's um, <laughs> going to be a big, cool release, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome for everybody who uses Linux. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. I, I, yeah. New software release. Yeah, it's based off of uh, the Ubuntu twenty point oh four LTS. It has the kernel five point four. Uh, slightly more rounded corners with the minty new theme. Same here. <laughs> um, After this weekend. Yeah, and it's supposed to be released the uh, final beta before December eighteenth. So, do you still use Chrome OS on your laptop, or do you install a version of Linux? No, I just use Chrome OS. So, What's yeah, it feels done? weird living in a world where you don't use Linux as your main. It's based on thing. the Linux kernel, so. Yeah, but it's still Chrome OS. I don't know. I thought you'd be using I don't know like a full-on Linux distro, but I guess if Chrome OS does the job for you. I mean, I use it for this, and it's working fine, so. I just know you like tinkering with Linux. Legitimately, it's something you enjoy. I I used to, until I just don't care, but, yeah. Yeah, he used to also tinker with the 
ROMs and stuff, and then Google kind of made them kind of obsolete. <laughs> so oh, I did see that. <laughs> it's true. Paranoid Android finally has a, a version of Android 12 coming out soon, which I saw was pretty exciting. I think they have a release strictly on OnePlus 8T. I'm not sure if any other devices are supported for now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like Linux. You know, every once in a while I get this weird thought in my mind where I, what if I just bought a, a cheap Windows PC and then put Linux on it and Linux on it and just have it, you know, do I it. Can use it. Do it. And Install I, like ten point oh four or something. Something really light and old. I know. Or <laughs> I, I guess I could I'm trying to think about I must I do have old computers here I could do that with, but then, then make a server. The, feel, the feeling passes sometimes. But I, I do Linux is like I make fun of Linux a whole bunch, but I, Linux is also really fucking cool. You know, it's like one of those things that as a as a nerd or a geek or whatever, it's like, yeah, Linux, I can appreciate the spirit of Linux. I think that's awesome. But I just I also think it's funny when it's like, oh, that's a Linux person. It's sort of like how you know a vegan will tell you they're vegan. I feel like a Linux person is the same <laughs> okay. genre. You know, it's like, like opera fanboy. Yeah, exactly. opera. <clears throat> Does anybody remember uh, Dolphin Browser on their phone? I used I kind to of use it. That sounds familiar. It was green. Dolphins. It was a browser. It was all right. The <laughs> download speeds were pretty good, but you had me at dolphins. It, yeah, had dolphins. Get green. <laughs> you had me at app. No, but it was a browser, and they used to put like. John fixed this bug, and Charles fixed this bug, and then the change log, so they would tell you who, who fixed it. So you could say, like, <laughs> thanks, cool. Mike. It, it, is, it is fun when you use an app or something that puts, like, that, that feels a little bit less like a big faceless corporation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like indie apps. Mm-hmm. I like Indian apps. <laughs> Indianapolis? <laughs> yep, the 500. <laughs> my god you guys like this semi-related I, I checked my i use like multiple music streaming services and i shouldn't pay for them but i do don't worry about it but i have like apple music and spotify <laughs> i listen to stuff on title i have a lot so but i did check my spotify like year in review and i was like oh cool I'll just all my because you know you, you don't want to be embarrassed by like what it shows because you want to share it with people and i'm like okay my artists like fine like in park that's fine it's okay all these metal bands shakira cool awesome and then top songs was like oh something normal something normal fast and furious soundtrack i'm like no no can't show (laughs) (laughs) nobody can know but me but yeah that's funny i was like fuck now i can't even share this because i can't i can't can't look like the really awesome metal guy who actually listens to the fast and furious soundtrack way too much (laughs) now did you how much progress did you make in your music nick um, kind, of, kind of a decent amount. I don't know what got me kind of back in the mood to actually do some new stuff, but um, I don't know. Part, what. But partly, uh, <laughs> I bought some new orchestral sample libraries for my computer, and I don't really. I saw they were on sale for Black Friday, and then I kind of went off and bought a few of them. Uh, I've been using the East West libraries because I have a subscription, and those are great and awesome. I had no reason to buy the, the Spitfire ones, but I did because they're cool. And now I'm kind of just. I don't know, I'm in a really orchestral mood recently. So I've been listening to some, not a whole lot, but some orchestral music. And I've been, I don't know, I, I love the complexity of, like, I'm a, I'm an amateur, I'm not a composer, I'm just somebody who has a hobby with music. But 
I love having a, you know, there's different, so many different textures and sounds you can get from orchestral instruments. I think it's fun to think about if I put this melody on these instruments, what can I put on, you know, if I put this in the violins, what are the cellos doing or what are the woodwinds doing or whatever's happening? And it's fun to do that. So I've been working on some songs. I almost finished, like, I finished kind of sketching out two whole new songs in like two days over the weekend, wow. which is kind of a lot for me. Um, which is cool and i have they're not really ready to share yet but they're they're kind of different than what i've done before they're not necessarily like intense and big they're like kind of like skyrim soundtrack style wintry cold hmm. soft beautiful so yeah. i'm kind of doing that um and i'm thinking for once i might actually finish maybe i can get five or six songs together and put out like actually release it somehow i never i never actually release or share my music anywhere it's always a hobby but i'm thinking to myself maybe if i can get some good enough stuff i'll put it on something Bandcamp. somewhere yeah, SoundCloud, or I don't know, for just for the fuck of it. I, I know it's, it's possible to put things on Spotify and Apple Music, so I can mm -hmm. get an account and do that. Um, but I have to work did on you, my stuff some more. Did you see I made a playlist of the podcast with all your songs? I saw yeah. that. I'm, I just made a webpage or an article about it. I appreciate, yeah, cool. the, I appreciate the thought. There's about nine, nine podcast episodes with different yeah, songs. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. Wow. So... Um, but I look forward to sharing some of the new stuff because some of it sounds pretty cool and co combinate partly it's just the sounds that I've got now on my computer and partly it's me just being in a mood to make this kind of mm -hmm. music. So it'll be fun to go through that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love, I love orchestral instruments. So bring on all the, bring on all the, I was, I was, it was funny. I was listening to an interview with Hans Zimmer and he was talking about how, you know, in the normal orchestra, I think you have 16 or 12 violins or cellos or something. He's like, yeah, for this one, we use 60. We have 24 <laughs> double bases. I'm like, well, that's that's how you get your fucking sound. When budget's no issue, you just hire all the best people. And just, yeah, let's just add, can we add another cello section? Yeah, okay, 60 celli, perfect. But I thought that was great. I love I love hearing, it's sort of like any, anything, whether it's music or art or, you know, I've heard of photographers who go, oh yeah, like, let's relight this entire street. And so they just hire $100,000 of flashes and they relight the entire thing. And it, you can do that if you're shooting for some big magazine, but it's sort of, it's anything. It's like that. It's just, it's, I love hearing, wow. it's, I love reading about people on the top of their game. I don't, I don't listen to that much about, um, like movie composers. And I need to do that. I have some cool video interviews and stuff in my YouTube late, watch later list to inspire me because it's, it's fun to, I'll never be at their level technically, but it's, you know, it's inspiring to hear the top people talk about what, what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just uh, that there's, he shared one of the clips with uh, no metal crew uh, group chat and Instagram and the one clip I heard had um, like he said it's like very like wintry and it totally reminded me of the uh, Final Fantasy 14 the snowy region there so it's like wow I should listen to that soundtrack to see what that sounds because I know you've mentioned that and I think Alex said about one of my other songs it sounds like Final Fantasy so here I am like you know, I would love to. I was thinking too. If I make, if I can put a, a little, a couple EPs of different orchestral stuff, it'd be kind of cool to use that as a demo. I'd love to get into making music, music for games. Um, not, not obviously, I won't get hired for like a huge one. But if I can find some little indie game who needs some music, I, I, I could do that. I think it's possible. Um, you can even reach out to people on Twitter. Yeah. I've, I've reached out to different accounts and just support random people, and it pays off later. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean. Part of me, it's, it's kind of it's an imposter syndrome because I'm not I'm not a composer I can't do that but part of me is like I have to I should to, to grow you have to like try things I did well, some, I did some music yeah. for a, a short film once and it was really fun and it was really fun to like make music awesome. for that so um, 
Yeah, I know. It's my claim to fame. I think I still have an IMDb page because they play credited me on that. So, <laughs> dude, that's my... sick. <laughs> I'm a photographer and composer. After <laughs> <laughs> well, so I work on that second part. Yeah, at the Fanex conference, one of the artists said that he wasn't really. He didn't think that he was professional even during school, until after it all, and actually started his career doing art as a profession so maybe you won't like you don't really compose like as well as you want to and maybe when you like start making it professionally you'll actually compose well that's the one thing i've been i've been hearing there's, there's always stories of big you know movie composers who they didn't or or i guess orchestral composers um there's like eric whitaker i was listening to him he does a lot of choral work and orchestral stuff and like he wanted to be part of Depeche Mode when he was a kid and he didn't read or write music. I mean, now he's technical or, um, you know, Danny Elfman came from Boingo Boingo, incredible musician, but he wasn't, or he like, I think originally he had to have an arranger or an orchestrator, like orchestrated stuff. Cause he didn't know how to do it himself. And if you're, if you make good enough music, I think you can get into things by, you know, I couldn't write out my score, but if I gave somebody the logic file and showed them the music, I could pay somebody enough money to orchestrate it for me. And I would still be my mm-hmm. music it would be collaboration. So, yeah. yeah, that's a long way off, but there's, I think, you know, it's possible to like, it's possible to move up, you know, you can start from humble beginnings and not know everything and you can learn. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm, I'm happy to be in a musical mood right now. So hopefully it pays off <laughs> nice. maybe next week or something. I'll have something to show you guys or to present because it's not showing, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I come with one topic, uh, I got my Aura Ring Generation 3 uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I don't really have much to talk about it, just my experience. The app hasn't really changed or updated that much. And the data that it gives me to learn or know about my life is not really that useful. (laughs) So I don't really think, I, I would expect that Aura Ring should have like a completely new design and show things, but the design is not that much different. I think the extra sensors makes the ring a little uncomfortable because it's more warm <laughs> than the other ring over here. <laughs> it's like there's lights and stuff in it. It's kind of weird to have a warm ring <laughs> you can actually feel it being warm yeah i was holding my wife's hand i was like wondering if my hand is like going numb or if it just <laughs> holds his wife's hand is feeling... it's not the power of love that makes us warm it's the technology of my finger <laughs> yeah my, my finger it it's it took me a while to get used to it it feels a little weird or it, it felt i had some weird things to deal with but it i feel normal now with it <laughs> uh yeah so i i saw bad reviews of it and i don't think that it's my review is of it is that it's not that different or new nothing very new <laughs> Like What's the marquee new feature? Is there anything in particular that's supposed to be the thing people care about? Isn't it like more geared towards like the feminine gender? 
Yeah, it did ask me like, "Oh, you want to join the the beta so you could predict my periods?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, no. do it." <laughs> yeah, predict my periods. <laughs> That's a legitimately maybe useful thing for half of the population. So I mean, maybe if it's not useful for for us as men, probably or, more than half. Sorry, as people who don't have periods, then maybe yeah. The, is this, isn't statistically isn't aren't there a few more women than men? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, two or fifty-three. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I think one, I my review would contribute to the bad review side. It the ring doesn't have like that much more data that benefits me, <laughs> and it kind of feels weird. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a normal <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, dude. It's slightly warm, but. Uh, that's a battery life like it, to, to create heat you need to be using energy so it's is it why is it so warm it's not like, it's, super warm it's just to feel i'm saying any warmth you can feel that isn't that wasted energy i mean like to create heat why is it what's it what's causing it to be warm it doesn't make my like my watch doesn't get warm and it's a bigger it's a well there's bigger. a lot more sensors there's like seven heat temperature things on it and there's a, a few extra like different lights in there Cool. That's interesting. I guess I don't know. I think of I think of heat in computers as either work getting done or as inefficiency or a combination of both. So it's interesting to think that you could feel that at all because it's so small. You think that ambient temperature might suck the heat out of it mostly, you know. But uh, interesting yeah. to hear that you can feel it. That's not something I would have expected to hear, really. Mm-hmm. Is the, what's the battery life like on that? Uh, it seems to be the same as usual. It's good. Which is, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with it. Is it like oh, a I night, usually, kind of thing? I usually charge it on Mondays and Fridays. Just oh, like that's not so bad. On Monday, just to catch up from the weekend use and Friday to prepare for the weekend use. But I usually have about like 50 or so battery life. So I, I, could, I could do it once a week. But that's that's uh impressive. Just, I, don't, I assume it needs to be charged nightly, basically, but I guess not. Yeah, it's. I I think the battery life is really good on him. Good. I mean, I feel like if you add in more sensors and the battery is the same, it's a win. So. Yeah, it's kind of what they do with the the Apple Watch, right? Like they add the always on screen and stuff, but the battery life stays the same, which is kind of good i mean people want longer battery life on these rings or watches but adding new features also takes more battery life usually so if they can keep it the same i guess that's all right yeah <laughs> hey Kelly, yeah. did you hear that uh the launch of what's that the new telescope it is like delayed james webb yeah again i thought it was again? set to go on to the on december 22nd I just saw it the other day. It got delayed a couple days. But not like but, significantly, right? I mean... I, th- I thought I saw something that is delayed. Well, <laughs> I guess we're going to find out right now, guys. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Because I feel like this is... Isn't the story of that just been this perpetual delayed. series of <laughs> Yes. I just nope. wanted to... Hey, we're good. Okay, 18th to December to... It would be beautiful and just work because it's been a while. Yes. Yes. Um... 
yeah, um, it's good. I guess it's supposed to launch for anywhere from the 18th to the 22nd. So it's, it's not right delayed. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. To at least the 22nd of December. All the news articles from a couple days ago all say December 22nd, so that's three weeks from now. That's crazy. Hmm. Super know, exciting. It's, it's been, so is it originally for the 18th? Yes, originally for the 18th, and yes, it was a very, very long time coming. I think it took several, several years, and actually probably more like a decade or two to make it. So it'll at least be the latest is like the 23rd, you said? Yeah, they said at least 20, December 22nd, or de- December 22nd in the least, at the, late, at the earliest. Because there's a clamp band that released, whatever that means. Oh, so they are wow. delaying it yep. a few days, maybe? Yeah, just the 22nd. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Super exciting, and then it goes into space, and then it has to unfold and do all this crazy stuff, and it has this crazy orbit. So everything has to go perfect, and then we get images. It's kind of dramatic too. <laughs> like we've been waiting for the launch, and then we still have to. It's going to be this whole. It's a whole process here. It's going yeah, on a least. rocket to space. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Well, I mean, I'm just excited, but oh, just yeah. the. It's not. It's not. It's not every year we get a launch like that. You know, we've been nope. seeing photos from Hubble for our lives basically that was ever it's, it's, not since the 70s yeah I think. yeah well yeah it's like, really was it the 70s i thought it was like nine it's old dude it's old <laughs> i might be wrong <laughs> hubble space telescope launched into low earth orbit in 1990 damn what am i thinking of then am i think i'm thinking <laughs> of the iss i think i thought the iss was also like late 80s or 90s maybe but there is there, there have been other probes or something that, that were we've had space about like the moon landing in the 70s maybe the moon landing or something (laughs) that was 69 i do my research yeah (laughs) it's funny i I think it's fun to think about the technology that goes into those things i don't know specifically about the that telescope but i knew i remember reading an article about the perseverance rover that's going to mars and that's like a more modern rover, but oh, apparently yeah. the development cycle is so long and the tech needs to be so bulletproof that it's using a PowerPC 750, which is a, a G3 process, essentially a G3 nice. processor, which powered Ooh, the Max. Cool. Like you could buy, you could buy a Mac from Apple in like 1996, and that's the processor in it. And like a, a, um, a modern, it's like the development cycle is 10, 20 years for these things. So it's really interesting to see that tech or similar tech to that go into space that that far in the future. I've also read that they do it because it's just stable, just stable as a rock. Yeah, I mean, technology. it's been around for so long. They've, 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 <laughs> you know, they've yeah. tested it's bulletproof, basically. It has to be because you, you can't, you can't, there can be no room for play there. It has to just do its thing. That and, yeah, Mars is really cold. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it makes sense. But part of me, too, wonders, like, for the, for the relatively, well, I say this is not knowing anything about space launching, but... The, the cost of a modern, extremely uh, high-end camera system is nothing at all. It's like a, it's it's literally nothing compared to launching something into space. So part of me wonders why can't we just all why can't we just have like the highest-end commercial camera hitch a ride onto these onto the rover and like even if it fails, maybe you can get a couple images for us that are extremely high resolution. Like I know that's I know that's not how it works, but I'm just thinking to myself with these sensors. <laughs> 
like the latest large sensors from these cameras are incredible. The tech is so far, I'm sure it's so far beyond what goes onto these rovers to begin with because they have to be tested so much. But part of me wishes they would just also put a little bit of modern tech, really, really <laughs> modern, just to see, hey, if it survives, maybe we can get some really incredible imagery or something with this. It's extra like, weight, though, for the payload. Oh, I know. I know. Like, I know why they can't, but it's just it'd be great <laughs> if they... Why can't they have... Let's, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just put a GoPro on on a. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, and I mean something like that, like just choosing something more modern, or even like a late, the latest That's iPhone wild. for 4K video on that. Like, some I'm just it, obviously they're not going to do just that. Like but... duct tape it on. <laughs> There's... Strap it to the belly. I mean, you know, consumer imaging is really advanced in the last every couple of years. It gets really a lot better. So it's just too bad. They still get great photo. I'm I'm amazed by the pictures we have of Mars, right? But. It still makes you think, what could we have if we put a pretty modern system on that? But I guess in 10 or 20 years, we'll see images from cameras that are released right now on Mars. So we'll just have to wait a little bit longer. That or maybe Elon Musk will tweet out some pictures from Mars. Elon Musk. <laughs> or uh, Jeff Bezos or someone. <laughs> well. Billionaire and jackass space race. <laughs> I'm okay though, because I think isn't Elon Musk officially moved most? Of his, what did he move himself, or did he move Tesla headquarters in the out of California? So, as much yeah. as as much as I'm sorry, but California is the absolute best state. Like I feel like we're almost made better now the fact he's departed. I'm kind of like, okay, this is <laughs> this is the universe correcting itself. Like we don't, you can stay over there. It's fine. Texas deserves you. Isn't he in Nevada making some Gigafactory also? Aren't the I think the battery Gigafactory is there, right? Yeah. 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 So. Hey, incredible technology. Tesla's a cool company. Elon Musk is just off the deep end, but whatever. <laughs> We're not talking about that here. We don't talk about that. If we had a big audience, I would get so much hate mail for talking shit about Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I'll send you some hate mail. Dearest Nicholas, <laughs> I did not appreciate your comments on the great and one. <laughs> An only one, an only I will not Elon enumerate Musk. all your failings, and here in point, point 57a, I will talk about why Elon Musk is the absolute best. And here are my notes from our conversation. I know. And my rebuttals. <laughs> here's my, here's every article about Elon Musk. Exhibit why he's a jackass. Also, Tesla makes awesome cars, generally. I mean, like, I can, I can, it's a nuanced thing. I can want a Tesla and also think that he's probably fucking weird. Nobody's sure you use Twitter, but do you like the, the CEO of Twitter? <laughs> I mean, not. I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm not against him. Well, it's sort of like how I have been a diehard <laughs> Apple fan, and Steve Jobs, by most accounts, was also a jackass to people. And yeah. incredible visionary with tech, great taste, not such a good people person. I mean, people, there's there's multiple facets to this. Like Elon, Musk, Elon Musk has been doing something right for a long time, but he does a lot of things that are really kind of weird. So, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I read a really good biography about him. Um, I guess the last major one that came out it was really interesting to hear about where he came from. I mean, he's a very interesting figure, especially to do what he's done so far. I mean, he's not—he's not old. I mean, it's—it's. It's, I don't know. I used to think of him really as like a Tony Stark, and I was kind of on his like yeah. I was on the Elon Musk bandwagon, but now I'm a little bit more mm, kind of a. I'm not super convinced on him, the person, but I am convinced about that he has been a part of some pretty big things. SpaceX is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had found something I thought was interesting. 
um i i i found an article talking about bitcoin sv have you heard about that alex <laughs> no but you just mentioned it earlier today and i said like, oh, i don't know anything about it <laughs> okay cool uh do you guys know anything about bitcoin sv no can't say that i do all right so Apparently, a couple years ago, or a few years ago, Bitcoin had a hard, like, branch that these people claim is the original Bitcoin. Um, Yeah, so they say that um, the SV stands for Satoshi's Vision. I think he's the one that, like... Hmm started bitcoin so they can kind of continue on with what they think he would have done um what differentiates that from the common bitcoin that we think about yeah Yeah, bitcoin has changed a lot it's it's become more like a a store of value rather than bitcoin's later albums are total shit but i've been with them since the beginning if you listen to the first two that's where the real good songs are yeah, it was supposed to be like a currency of uh, the like the global currency, but it's not really as used as that right now. It's more used as just investment rather than a I currency. Sounds like a horror film. I don't hear anything. Oh, I thought you were talking about something, hearing something. Oh, it's, it's gone, gone now. It's okay. gone away. <laughs> Can I use this brief break to ask? Because in our That's last back. recording, <laughs> I don't hear anything. Trevor's fucking with me. In our last recording, uh, Alex's fire alarm went off. Um, is everything okay? Is anything burned down? Um, yeah, nothing uh, happened. It seems, uh, seems like the floor below us. They may have had something going on and the firefighters had to like saw off the door or something. I didn't really check to see what's going on. I just heard when it turned off, when the fire alarm turned off, people went back in and I heard the sawing going on on the third floor. And this guy behind me said like, oh, look at this sawing off the guy's door. (laughs) It's like, okay. That's pretty intense. Well, hopefully I'm glad nobody died. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just needed that update because that was a I've pretty been, interesting part of our recording. <laughs> yeah, I've been dealing with a lot of technical issues for the past few episodes. I've been through the whole saga already for this episode. <laughs> no. Through the magic technology, here we are and we can hear each other. So we're doing something right. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Okay. It's back. Anyways, so the crucial difference according to this website is uh, the block size um which at launch was prepared to be 128 times greater than bitcoin's one megabit megabyte um and it claims to replace every payment system in the world with a better user experience a cheaper merchant cost and a safer level of security so yeah yeah i I have heard about the the importance of block size, but I'm not I don't not really know 
don't really know much about it. <laughs> it's funny, this whole blockchain thing, uh, a photographer that I kn- I don't know him personally, but I've followed him for 10, 10 or 15 years or something. I really respect him. He's on Twitter. He's been really pushing hard on NFTs. He had an NFT sale of a uh, collection of his work and it sold a ton. Uh, you know, he's been basically talking a lot about NFTs and uh, kind of cryptocurrency, just a lot of these things. <clears throat> and I've been here. It's, it's such a cryptocurrency is such a hot topic right now that people are, I guess, investing in or people are getting involved. It's a, it's a, it's a thing right now. And I, as somebody who's super into, into technology, I feel like I should know more about it. I just, it's really hard for me to not understand. I mean, it, I don't even know. I guess should I say it's hard for me to understand. I kind of understand the basics, obviously, but it's definitely one of those things that it feels this kind of, ne- it's so nebulous to me that I don't, it's hard for me to go, yeah, I'm going to go learn how, learn what the deal with this is. Cause I've read some explainers and I, I understand the basics, but it also just, I don't know. Something about it is it's hard for me to really grasp what I feel about this whole thing going on. You know, maybe if I learned more about it, it'd be easy. I'm so used because I'm so used to being technical about things. I can, I know way more than I should about the process of photography. I know a pretty decent amount about music or whatever else I'm interested in. I, I love, I'm, I'm no stranger to technical stuff, but with Bitcoin, I haven't, or uh, with cryptocurrency or blockchain, I haven't put the time in, I guess. So it feel it all feels so mysterious to me. And I, that's why that's kind of probably what colors my view of it. I get a little skeptical and I think, hmm, another, another big blockchain thing. Is this real? You know, is this, where's the value? And um, that's just me being uneducated, I guess. You know, I haven't put the time in to really understand it all. So I should probably do that, but it's, 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 it's very hard. I was trying to, I'm like one of the resident, I'm the resident tech guy where I work and people ask me about, Hey, Nick, what do you think about this thing that's happening in technology? Like, new iPhone or whatever comes out and somebody asked me to explain to them what Bitcoin or blockchain was. And I was trying to, and I really couldn't explain it in an e- in a way that made sense. Decentralized then, currency. <laughs> yeah. But even then I was like, I'm trying to distill this to people who don't, I'm just trying to say it. I'm like, you know, what? I don't, I, I don't have a really, I can't give it to you in one or two sentences in a way that will make sense to you. Cause I was trying to explain it and they're like, well, then where's the value come from? Why do people, I'm like, I don't it's just research it online. I'm sorry, but I don't know. I need to learn more about it, but it's, it's a, uh, I, I think I want to, I want to, I'd love to be able to take advantage of it. I just haven't put the time in yet. Yeah. yeah. One thing you... that I've been looking into lately is staking. Um, I, but I'm still learning about Cardano right now. Um, I've been collecting Cardano because like with Coinbase, they give these like, um, learn and earn opportunities. And I usually just switch the value of it to Cardano and take it off the custodial wallet. Um. yeah, Do you and, have any cryptocurrency, Kyler? Is that like a thing that you're into? It is, but I just don't have the money for it. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too. That's part. Of, that's kind of partly what gets me, because I, I work, a, you know, with pretty... I don't work in a, in a high-end job. Most of most, Me and my coworkers don't have tons of money, so when we talk about it, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, grab some... It's like, no, no, not everybody has even a couple hundred bucks extra necessarily to, to convert into cryptocurrency on a whim. Some people do. I mean, like most of us could, but I'm just saying it's definitely a thing that 
it inherently is kind of a privileged thing to say, oh yeah, let's to get really into it. You kind of it's sort of like wealth builds wealth, right? Like the more yeah. money you have to put into it, the more money you can gain from it. But a lot of people are thinking like, oh, how am I gonna? I need to make sure to pay all my bills this month, and why? You know, I want to have like a little bit left over for fun. Am I really going to get that deep into cryptocurrency if I don't have enough extra money for that? Mm-hmm. I've invested like you know thirty, thirty-five bucks. I've made a couple bucks, but that's yeah, about so the extent of it good, for now. It's like a proof of concept, I guess. I mean, it doesn't. Plus, it doesn't hurt you. Like you're not out a lot of money if anything happens. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna you know lose two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which, all right, that's fine. You know, I can I can lose two dollars because I'll gain it back in tips, or I'll find thinking, it on the ground. <laughs> I was thinking about that for myself. I thought like every, just, I'll just be honest. Like, I regularly I will spend like what one to two or three hundred dollars on some random hobby or interesting idea. Which one that's weekend cool. I'll be like, yes, I need this thing, and I'll buy it. And like, who knows what I do with it? But I'm thinking, hey, maybe if I invested that in, you know, a. Uh, a worthy investment some in some cryptocurrencies can go up i could actually make some money so i i do have you know i could throw if i really wanted to a couple hundred bucks into something but it's still hard for me to i don't know i guess there must be beginner's guides to all this but you know it's like you also there's so much now available so many different cryptocurrencies and uh, getting into it it feels on the outside it kind of feels like this club of like oh well, how do i even get into all of this you know if i, if I don't want to waste my time and money yeah i understand how it could be overwhelming it's there's so many different po- projects so i think to myself like that's so like at least two or three and... or four doordash orders so that's going to serve you food for the next like three weeks or i could buy some cryptocurrency and let it sit there for a while yeah cardano seems accessible for me because the fees are pretty reasonable and it's only like a, it's less than a couple bucks per coin <laughs> and yeah it seems like it's only like a few bucks to stake or delegate your coins to another validator. So, yeah, it's. That's cool. I'm still exploring. Ex- yeah, I'm still exploring uh, Cardano. I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple weeks. Yeah, I've been collecting it. Um, I think Alex also was going to talk about some NFT platform, but, um, Veo Candy is what, I guess, Bitcoin SV, BSV, so, um, platform would be for NFTs. Um, it's a fun name. BSV, yeah. And Veo no, Candy is fun for Pokemon, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're hoping to launch. I don't know if you've heard of any of these, Alex. I don't know anything about it. One's called, they're both on Twitter. One's Oni Society and then Astro Apes. Yeah, there's a lot of weird apes, uh, NFT communities. (laughs) Okay, good to know. Um, I'm not, I think it's kind of weird. I think the main big one was like the Bored Ape one. There's like this for the bored looking ape and there's a bunch of versions of it base tape yeah there is a there was an ada like ada is the currency like um abbreviation for cardano and there's uh ada like ape 
like culture. I'm sorry. Have we like teleported to Mars? What? What, what planet are the apes coming? Yeah, look. What are we talking about? Apes? <laughs> what? You... I mean, I'm. I'm. I, trust me. I'm listening. I'm looking at your face right now, hearing. But I'm just. Uh, I don't know. When you said there's a lot of ape, ape things going on, I've just been ape escape. Yeah, yeah there's a know. whole bunch of random ape. Are you talking about like, NFT collections? Just pictures of apes. Yeah, just drawings of Bitcoin, apes. Right? Because yeah. ape ape together strong. <laughs> GameStop. There's like. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think it's the weird thing. Hopefully, it's a phase that goes away. I don't know. It's kind of apes are cool. That's fine. I just ape NFTs, but it's just uh, this is the kind of conversation that's like this is this is if you were to take one person from ten or fifteen years ago or thirty years ago and be like, listen to this conversation. What what's happening? They would have no idea. This is definitely this is one of those conversations that signifies we are in 2021, 2022. This is like old. This is the future that we've been hoping for in 2021. <laughs> yeah. What's all the flying cars? Where are all the flying yeah. apes? <laughs> How about that? I guess we are Elon the flying Musk. apes. Uh, I do have one final, uh, uh, I guess it's not astrophysics, it's just particle physics um, news. Um, physicians have finally detected a ghost particle at CERN for the first time. Um, I feel like that's part of the whole reason why they set up this thing. It's basically colliding particles at like near light speed uh, until they find something happen. Um, and they found something. It's like a photo uh, capture, basically, of a neutrino. Uh, a neutrino is incredibly light, like at least six million times lighter than an electron. Has no charge, no interaction with matter, as far as we know. Um, yeah, so it's good to see that they've finally got some use out of something for something good. <laughs> So what does this ghost particle do? Is it like a... It was a particle that... Yeah, it's like a quirk uh, in theory that should exist. Um, They finally have proof of it via CERN. They've had neutrinos come through in other places I've talked about before. Um, But yeah, this is a big step for the physicians there physicists not physicians at uh soon so hopefully we get more and the information keeps coming through have you guys seen that video of the uh woman getting sacrificed in a ritual at CERN? oh i wish i did that'd be cool yeah it's, uh, whenever i think of whenever i think of CERN, i think about that it was a funny obviously practical joke but uh, apparently there was a person i guess at cern and they were filming from seemed like kind of a high angle they were looking down at the courtyard there was a bunch of people in cloaks and hoods and they were performing this <laughs> ritual and i think they killed someone in it. and they were this person was recording it with their phone it, it was a viral video where they're like we found we figured out what's happening at cern because it's one of those kind of conspiracy theories of yeah. what they're actually doing there and it, it like went viral people thought like it's this crazy you know ritual they're cold or satanic and they're doing something re- really insane and i think obviously the joke's on everybody because that obviously wasn't true but um 
I don't know if they found out who did it, but it was really, I'm sure they really duped a lot of people into thinking that that's what was going on at CERN. So I, whenever I hear the, I associate that word with all these people in cloaks and, you know, a ritualistic. I associate it with the crazy lady that came into Best Buy once and said, like, yeah, CERN's, you know what they did? They, they, they talked about exactly that. It's like, yeah, they're satanic and, like, it's all like the, the devil. And, Dude, like, I love them. Take me there. Talking about. Yeah, like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but sure, whatever. <laughs> Dude, I love fucking with people. I mean, like, it's bad. I'm just, that's an immature thing to say. But there was, I was waiting at the bus stop once, and this person was obviously having issues, and they were going off about um, cell phones and radiation and Wi-Fi. There's, they were just talking things that they didn't know. They were really probably unwell but they kept going and they were really bothering me i was like oh, i'm sorry this, this 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 is giving you well oh, watch out get out of here and they were like oh my god they're really you know i was just waved my phone around and i felt obviously i'm kind of ashamed to have done that but i was over that i'm like get get away from me and i'm like did you wear your tinfoil hat and they're like no and I'm like well then watch out because i have a phone in my hand i'm not afraid to use it people yeah know. i've had people come through and best buy saying like they're like handing out papers like trying to propaganda this pretty funny <laughs> people yeah i mean it's 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 funny but it's also i don't know it's kind of profoundly sad to know that people if you, people just don't know the science or anything about behind all this stuff they just go this is scary i don't understand it so it must be bad it must there must be it must be evil it must be evil it must be uh, you know evil, evil is such a loaded word you know evil yeah evil is a lot Evil puts intent behind so many things. You know, evil. It's like a, it's an emotional word as much as it is anything else. So I, it definitely is something that, yeah, it's sad. it's like sad when people do that. I remember when coronavirus was really getting to be a thing and, pe- you know, deaths were happening. This is like last year. And I, I got a I got a pamphlet on my windshield at work and somebody, it was like the evils of wearing a mask and whatever. And I'm like, this is insane. I live in an extremely liberal city, like, I'm really sorry for this person who there's a deadly pandemic going around and they're just afraid of, of nothing. I mean, there's always going to be people, you know, but it, God, it's like, I, I simultaneously laugh and like having fun, ex- fun at these people's expense. Cause fuck them. But also like really sad that they, that anybody can live in a society in which it's possible for them to believe that way and survive. I don't Uneducated. Know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some of these things just seem so obvious to me. Like, sir, I mean, you just go to the fucking CERN website and hear what they do. It's not, it makes sense. They build a particle collider to study physics. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Not, there, there might not be any hidden intent. Read, read and watch all the interviews and scientific papers published in journals. That's what they're doing. There doesn't have to be any more than that. <laughs> but Satan's fun, so people like talking about it. Well, that and there's so many people involved in building these, like, even with the COVID vaccines, there's so many people involved that the likelihood of someone speaking out is way higher when you have numbers, right? So it's like, someone probably would have said something by now about, yeah, you know, well, we all have, that stuff. <laughs> what, do we have, like, hundreds of millions of people having this vaccine and uh, we're fine, nothing has happened, or, you know... We're all fine. You know, most of us. It's sort of like, dude, what? There's so much. It's just like to me. It's harder to believe all these conspiracies. It's like you really have to work at it. You have to. It's like it's so much easier just to be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is the reality is real. You know, can we just can we can we start with that, please, everybody? Can we just get back to like believe in <laughs> logic and reason, science? It's really not that hard. Uh, yeah. Diatribe. Sorry. Okay. Um, I was just gonna say, people are like, they 
the unknown people fear it you know like and then um e like calling something evil kind of like very manipulative you know like oh it's evil and then like yeah shun away from it like okay well you don't know about it that's kind of why you're like afraid of it so yeah people are, i mean that's that's the base thing people are afraid of things they don't know or understand i'm afraid of things that i don't know or understand in a way i think i think all of us are in some in some way we can all think of something that we don't know and we're sort of afraid of it i mean they don't always want to admit it but it's it's kind of a basic reaction to things you know you go into that's how so many things that are supposed to be scary are scary you don't know what's what's around the corner so you're kind of afraid of it because it could be anything <laughs> you know so yeah it's a very basic reaction it's a very basic fear yeah maybe that's why i don't get scared at like haunted houses you know just like i know i'm gonna you can't touch me <laughs> yeah that's, that's why hey, i think gonna... I, I, I would either be the person who's totally unaffected and just be like bored or i'd be that guy in the picture who's like in the <laughs> air jumping and afraid i don't know no I'm shame in either guy, bro so i don't know huh? I mean, there was one other topic but it's kind of not very interesting i guess well we can always save things for the next one Saving the best for last. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, staying up late uh, for... It seems like Nick had something go on. <laughs> oh, did we lose him? No, no, I'm, I'm still here. I just oh. Normally, if we try to start recording at 8, I just had some other stuff to attend to, so we started a little bit later. But sometimes yeah. that happens. Every once in a while, one of us has something going on, so Natural. we're flexible yeah. when we need to be. <laughs> You know, it's not yeah. always the end of the world if one of us don't make it, because there's always yeah. the next one and the next one and the next one. We will survive. And I. <laughs> yeah. We will survive. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Y'all yeah. have a good week. Yeah, you too. See you on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye.